0: Now get $100 off your first month when you go to Talkspace.com slash comedy. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com slash comedy. Talkspace.com slash comedy.
1: Ninja Moonshine, middle of the road, podcast for meeting in the middle.
2: All right. It's All right. N- it is- <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, we a little crossfire there. It's Ninja Moonshine, middle of the road. Moonshine, take us away.
2: All right. So there was uh some, some interesting news, just small bit of news, nothing like a uh nothing, a Supreme court. Yeah, nothing like a Supreme Court overturned a law that'd been in effect a, na- a nationwide law that had been in effect for uh, what years. is it? 50 years. 49. 49, all right. Uh I don't know. So, all 1973. Reports-
1: All the reports keep saying 50. I guess they're rounding.
2: Yeah, they're rounding. Okay, that's fine. Um, So, yeah, so 50 years, 49, 50 years, Roe versus Wade allowing women uh, as a federal law to be able to terminate a pregnancy at a certain amount, um, certain amount of time. I uh, I think it's a great day because it's a win for it's a win for 63 plus million. And that's, that's just, what's on the books. Uh, 63 million babies have been, um, I I don't know how else to say it, but pretty much just killed, murdered, uh, since 1973. And it's, uh, you know, I've got, I've got a little bit of, I did a podcast that I haven't even put out yet on, on that this morning, but, I think it's a victory for um, for people, and I think Chris, or excuse me, Ninja. <laughs> uh Oh, that's cat's fine. out of the bag. All right, I
1: don't um, bother me, Chris Allen. Go okay. ahead. Come so, at So
2: yeah, so no, I'm just saying is I'm really not trying to make this into a, a you know a divisive thing. I'm just saying that that I think that the greatest example of of pro. Uh, pro-life is when you look in the mirror and say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm here and I'm glad someone didn't decide to abort me. And I will agree with
1: you on certain levels of this, but there's problems and, and there's issues and there's there's things that aren't taken into account when they do this. And do I think abortion should be allowed up to the moment of birth. And one of the more ridiculous things I heard when the Republicans were doing their little victory speech were up to one minute after birth. That was one crazy person that wanted to make that a law. It, it wasn't the stance of pro-choice people. Um, most pro-choice people actually want it early. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't. Once a heart's beating, they don't want it, uh, uh, like first trimester. But the problem with the anti-abortion is most of the laws that get passed don't take things into consideration that really should be considered. Uh, if a woman is doing what she's supposed to be doing going to school, abstaining from sex altogether, doing the right thing, right? Because she's not ready. So she's family planning like she's supposed to. And then she gets raped. Uh-huh. There's in all of these anti-abortion laws, not all of them, in most of them, there's no exception for that. So now this woman who say in college now has a baby. She never wanted from a crime
2: That's... Okay, so so you're saying that in in overturning Roe versus Wade, that you cannot have an abortion after being raped.
1: No, and a lot of these states' laws. There's 26 states specifically that are gonna, have already um, well, 13 who had trigger laws on the books that outright flat made abortion illegal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So there's no exceptions. Like, and if you have a medical crisis where you need an abortion to save your life. You have to go through, like, a board and a panel, and even that is actually ridiculous. Like, because, you know, you can... The, the, the fetus can start growing in a fallopian tube, which can kill the mother. Um, a fetus can become unviable. It could be a dead fetus inside your body, right? And the way wow. these laws are written, they can't even remove that, and that can kill you because it can cause gangrene and cause infections. The laws are not fitting to what the real world... Like, say, a, a, a case of incest, a 12-year-old girl, Right? gets violated in the worst possible way and gets pregnant. The way these laws are written now, the way they're going to go into place, she'll be, for, or whoever will be forced to carry a baby to term. Mm-hmm. That's not good. That's not helpful. Well, I don't,
2: yeah, I do not agree with that. If you're, if you are sexually assaulted and raped and and you become pregnant, then I definitely believe that, that you should be able to have an abortion.
1: Yeah. And, and let's say you find out in the first two months, the, the, the fetus is medically proven, not viable at that point, it, it, which, you know, I, I see once there's a heartbeat, it's over. You, you have the baby. If you waited that long, okay. But that's, you know, there's, there needs to be a level. And with some of these laws, you know, they're trying to take away like the plan B pill. Mm-hmm. Would you take that before you could even possibly be pregnant? Like, you take that the day after you have sex. Mm-hmm. They want to take, with some of these laws, they want to take away that. Um, th- those things are a problem. I get it. Using abortion as straight birth control,
2: like, birth um, control,
1: that, that is an issue, okay? But you take a high school girl who was stupid and made a mistake, and within the minute she finds out, within six weeks that she's pregnant, she's like, I don't want to have this baby. It'll ruin my life like is, is 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 there a point when you know what she, it's early the baby doesn't have a heartbeat like it's not developed yet yeah is that okay and in my mind that is okay that's that's a, a choice it's a hard choice for that person i would never want to have to make it but the world is going to be a little better place than bringing in another thing an unwanted child cuz an unaffected un Planned side effect of Roe vs. Wade 1973 Did you realize reduced the crime rate By almost 20%? Mm-hmm Because it turns out Children being brought up Who weren't wanted Into poverty with nothing Turned to crime Mm-hmm And so Roe vs. Wade actually reduced crime In the nation by like almost 20% Right So that's kind of how I feel about that Like I understand Don't use it like it's Skittles? So we could regulate it, but we can regulate something without making it completely illegal. I couldn't even imagine a mom raising a, a child from a rape and have to look at the face of her rapist in the, that child because it's going to look like the parent every right.
2: day. Well, again, you know, let's go to the let's go to the high school uh, student, the female. And the male, both of them, and there should also. Here's my thing: there should always be a connection because it takes two to tango. Yes, it takes two people to have a baby. We need to now, if we're gonna push this, we're gonna we're gonna overturn Roe versus Wade. We need to start. We need to do a federal law that connects the father and the mother to the decisions and. The
1: well-being of this child. Well, they feel like that they have that system already in place with child support, which that's going to be an awesome one.
2: I think it's a joke. Child support's a joke.
1: Well, yeah, especially if you don't pay it, you go to jail. Which, how are you supposed to pay it from jail?
2: But how many people? I've worked in law. I've worked in corrections and worked in jails. I know how many people out there that are so far behind on child support that the ones. And here's the thing: we live in a world where. You can't even go on there and talk about how a mother should be with their child if you put a post out there on social media, because everybody does not interpret the same way. Then you have the fathers going, well, I love my kids. I deserve to be with my kids. Well, nobody said you didn't. What we're saying is the overall it's a it's a statement talking about the majority of people that the men do not take care of the, of the children. and But in high school, well, listen, we're human beings. You make choices, and then you have consequences. So you need to learn at an early age that if I'm out here, and I've been very promiscuous. I, I said it on my podcast. If you're out here and you're you're very promiscuous, you're doing the things you're not supposed to do, then guess what? You're going to have to take responsibility for those actions. And I know it takes their the future, the boyfriend that sometimes can be a, a big-time athlete or a, a scholar that has a big future planned. Well, you made the decisions. Now you've just removed some of your choices. But you've also, in fatherhood or in motherhood, you've also possibly changed your life to where – you may be more understanding of, of of loving someone and loving something. Or that's my that's my take on it.
1: Or you're so bitter and hateful that you treat the kid horribly.
2: Right, but you were the one that wanted to lay down, and we're human beings. We enjoy sex. We and, and it's just what it is. What if the people did everything right? What?
1: I mean, look. Nobody's going to abstain from sex, okay? Right. God made it feel too nice. Uh, but let's just take the high school situation or even a non-high school situation, okay? We'll, 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 we'll say a 27-year-old who's working on her career with, with with a husband who's working on his career and they're not ready to have children yet, so she's on birth control, right? Mm-hmm. He's using a condom, Okay. They're doing what they're supposed to do. But none of that 100% effective. Okay. Should they... And she ends up pregnant. And they find out in the first six weeks. Which even Texas law originally said first six weeks is okay. And that was okay. one of the most restrictive laws on the book. You can't get an abortion after six weeks. Okay. Uh But they find out within six weeks. Should they be allowed to? Because they were doing everything right. Doesn't... You know, Jurassic Park level, life found a way.
2: Well, I understand that, but you pay, you play and you pay. That's my opinion. You know, there's got to be, we don't know. We're not inside of the woman's body to know when that baby starts. There's no scientific way to find out it, that I've seen to find out when that baby starts to feel and and be a be a child, there's just not. And, and let me ask you this, Ninja: um, When you were when you were born, if you don't mind me asking, what was the situation with your parents?
1: Uh, I, I <laughs> my blood test was used in court to end the marriage, so there's that. <laughs>
2: Wow, okay then,
1: maybe that's a bad example oh, yeah, yeah. No, well, no, I wasn't I, I was I planned I, I was an accident, my nickname was Boo Boo when I was a kid for a reason but uh, my mom did want me and we struggled and we made it but that's that was her situation everybody's situation is different and I worry with these laws the way they're going to come out that situations aren't going to be taken into consideration
2: but let's let's stick with this for a minute because this is the greatest way for you to and, – and listen, this is a podcast between two people that obviously see a lot of things differently. But this is the time where I'm going to ask you, okay, say that your dad is the time or your father or the birth father –
0: I'm Sierra Bravo, and I'm the narrator of a brand-new, first-of-its-kind sitcom podcast called Popcorn for Dinner. It's about dating and jobs, and there's even a laugh track. Popcorn for Dinner, a brand-new sitcom available wherever you get your podcasts.
2: He was very uh, intimidating, overbearing, and he didn't want to have anything to do with the pregnancy. And he actually coerced her into having an abortion, which has happened a lot happened a lot out there um what happens if your mother has the abortion and you're not here you're not a human being you don't experience life
1: well uh the world would be deprived of a lot of great podcasts uh no i agree uh, no uh well i would never have known so i would never existed but
2: you say there's how do no you know you wouldn't how do you know though that you wouldn't have existed we we are not on a matrix level we don't know that you wouldn't have known that you didn't exist well if we
1: were to get into the spiritual aspect of it then my my spirit would have gone on to the next level and and i would have known on the next level and me and my mom would have had a talk when she got up there but if you don't believe in the spiritual world which a lot of these people don't uh christianity isn't as popular
2: as it used to be a lot of people are, are don't believe uh Okay. Well, you could also not believe in, in, uh, in guns and be shot. Right. Well, I this mean, is you true. Could also...
1: But so they don't want a religion, because they don't believe, and we have freedom of religion in this country, to be the basis uh-huh. for the decisions that they make. And that gets into a whole other debate we can have another day. But my thing is, you say there's no way to tell. And I say there's a point where, thanks to ultrasound, where we can tell. When the baby does have a developed brain, does have a developed nervous system, does have a developed heart, and there's a point for any of that stuff's there. Okay. So, I disagree with the statement that life begins at uh, fertilization. Because if life begins at fertilization, every woman's a mass murderer. Well, I mean, you may be onto something. Because... or not 99%, I think it was was the study, was ninety. it was over 90% of fertilized eggs are shed naturally. 90%. Right. Okay. So if you believe life begins at fertilization, which I don't know if that's what you believe, I'm just using this because there's people who do uh say that, then every woman on the planet is a mass murderer.
2: And the way you kind of put it out at first, I was it kind of took me off thinking that you were talking about abortion and I'm thinking, wait a second. Okay. Because not every woman has had an abortion, no. obviously, no, 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 but I, that is, that is a good point. That's, that's a good point. And I believe when the baby, when, basically when the ball goes through the hoop and the egg is fertilized and it turns into a fetus, And then moves along into the the stages of pregnancy. That's what I believe. And if you if you are known and and here's another thing. You don't have to believe in Christianity to believe that there's an afterlife. No, there's several different religions. Right. So I'm not saying I'm not saying from a Christian perspective. I'm saying from a perspective of an afterlife that we don't know exists. I'm saying from a perspective of we don't know what the next step of of humanity, as far as our souls are concerned. So it may be nothing, but there's another question in there, and that's getting off a little bit. But I mean, if it's nothing, then why do we develop personalities? Why do we love each other? Why, why why do we? Why do we believe that you know killing is wrong? Why do we believe in all these things? Why do we have you know civility? Why why are we? Why do we try to be good people? So you know, there's there. That's a whole other. That's a whole nother story for another day. It, but it actually, is kind uh, of connected to this.
1: Well, when we can have that conversation. I'm going to mark that down because um, there's actually a whole lot of psychology on that and social okay. contracts and stuff. Cause at one point we didn't, we killed right. indiscriminately. And, and some of the worst offenders were actually, uh, Roman Catholics. Right. And the crusades and a whole bunch of stuff they did in medieval times before they decided to actually follow the rules they were supposed to be following. So we, we, we can have that. That's good. I think that'll be another good podcast. Look for that one in the future. Guys, we'll talk about the psychology, uh, social contracts and everything you're talking about. Uh, my thing is, I don't like people telling me what to do to a point. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't like. That's right- where you
2: fall more into the middle than the left.
1: Right. Um. Like we were our last podcast, we talked about guns, and I made it very clear I'm not take the guns away, take right away people. I just want to make sure only the right people get guns because I don't yeah. want the government to take my right away to have a gun if I can prove that I'm a safe person with a gun. Um. And to me, this is taking a right away from women uh, that has been guaranteed for 50 years. And on a, another note, I really wonder if this puts uh, Brett Kavanaugh, of uh, the last three conservative judges, puts them in legal trouble. Why is that? Because all three of them testified under oath that they would not mess with this law.
2: Okay. Therefore, you're over my head on this one. I try to speak from a perspective of kind of the common... and, And you made it a good point. And then I even, on a private conversation, I said, well, I'm not really... I don't consider myself a common person, but I do have a common perception the way I look at some things and that's the way I talk about it but I do not know that Brett Kavanaugh and the other uh, Supreme Court justices came out and testified that they would not um, they, they swore under oath that they would not in their confer- in the
1: confirmation hearings they have to have, you're under oath, they have to ask you a bunch of questions it's actually where they and when they did this to Brett Kavanaugh it was ridiculous when they went after him about some supposed accusation when he was 19
2: yeah, uh, yeah, that was well documented. Um,
1: what, during all these hearings, they always ask about this law, and what they, what all three of them said was they would follow. And I always mess this word up. Um, the fifty years of presidents. That that's that's we're going to respect the presidents of this law. So if you go in and changing it, that's overturning the president. That's exact mm-hmm. opposite of what you said you were going to do, and you're under oath when you're being in the confirmation hearings. So
2: I but wonder, the whole thing of being a Supreme Court justice, though, is to change things that that the majority of Supreme Court justices feel are inaccurate. And, and, and so that's
1: why I wonder. I don't. I don't think anything comes up. But I do wonder because if you say you're not going to do something, and then the first thing you do when you get a chance is do that, and you did that under oath, is is that that's something I, I don't know. I'll have to look into. That's why I asked. I I didn't say it was going to happen. I'm asking because I don't know. But that seems wrong to me that you would say that and then turn around and do it.
2: Right. Well, that would be something that we definitely need to look at and update in a further podcast.
1: Now, I have a couple other questions. Uh, uh, One, what do you feel about what Clarence Thomas said after they made this change? Or do you know? I do. Yeah, I don't know. What did Clarence Thomas say? Well, he said three things, three other cases they want to revisit. Um, I had the names in front of me, but I don't remember the names, but I can just tell you what they overturned. Um, they want to overturn a, a law that made sodomy legal. Because at one point, two consenting adults could not commit sodomy because it was illegal. So then he wants to overturn that to make sodomy illegal again. And
2: okay, so then you're going against the the rights of gay men.
1: Gay men, yeah, specifically. Basically making being gay and acting gay illegal. But it would be two consenting adults. So even if uh, I was with a girl and that's what she wanted to do, it would be illegal.
2: See, that? then I don't agree with that. Then you're starting to get into the realm of... Of and I'll even use an example, you're starting to get into the I, Iran, uh, very, very, very strict Muslims that follow a very, very strict code.
1: Um, he also wants to overturn the 2015 law that made
2: same sex marriage legal. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't agree with that one either. I think that. The great thing about this country is personal freedom, and if you take away something, it makes people want to do it even more. Right, and how about all the marriages that already happened? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, you can want to do a lot of things, you know. I can want to go out here and build a house in the middle of a lake.
1: There's already cases pending that would change all these things.
2: right. No, I don't agree with that. I agree with, you know, freedom of freedom of speech, and I agree. I think what makes our country great is the fact that we do have freedom of choice, and we're not. And I know that's crazy for me to be talking like this, but the fact that you know we're not Iran, we're not we're not these countries that restrict. Your freedom of expression, your your the freedom. Even though Facebook and Twitter have done everything they can try to do, even now with Reddit, I guess maybe, but they've done everything they can try to do to try to restrict. And and that's a story for another day, another podcast we could do. But going after views that don't lend a line up with as I call the trendy train. Yeah. So.
1: Well, I've actually been. I know it, Twitter leans towards one side, but I've been attacked on Twitter for my left views horribly. Like, Twitter, Twitter's just garbage when it comes to that. You put what you want on Twitter, then ignore what people say, because it, it goes both ways. And it definitely leans more anti-right than anti-left. I, I disagree. I agree with you 100%. But it, it's, Twitter's basically a war zone.
2: it is yes it's a bunch of people that just say whatever they feel and if if you're lucky enough to be on the the side of the trendy train then you're good well well generally i'm actually on the side
1: of the trendy train on a lot of stuff just because of the way my views work out but i get attacked on there too like twitter's just twitter's a horrible idea i'm actually hoping elon musk gets it and cleans it up because he he says he's gonna i I hope because twitter used to be fun um and then the last one, and this is the one thing he said he wants to overturn that confuses me the most. And I think it's going to confuse you, too, because it makes no sense at all. Mm-hmm. If you're anti-abortion, what would be the first thing you would hand every female who who was going to go have sex? A condom. He wants to repeal the right to contraceptions. Who is this? Clarence Thomas. Supreme
2: Court. Well, obviously, I'm going to have to. I'd have to. Yeah, this is almost like a, a, a case of being a lawyer. I go back to all the knowledge I know about being a lawyer to uh, my cousin Vinny. You're right. Yeah. And I'm going to need to go over all this stuff before I can really comment on uh,
1: well, And, and I, I'm going to give you the short version. He wants to repeal the th- three cases. Uh, and the one I'm talking about, so you can look it up later, is uh, Criswell v. Connecticut. There's a 1965 ruling in which the Supreme Court said married couples have the right to obtain contraceptives. Okay. That, why would do you want to repeal that? Like, If you don't want people to have abortions...
0: I'm Sierra Bravo, and I'm the narrator of a brand new, first of its kind, sitcom podcast called Popcorn for Dinner. It's about dating and jobs, and there's even a laugh track. Popcorn for Dinner, a brand new sitcom available wherever you get your podcasts. Options are a beautiful thing. That's why I'm obsessed with my McDonald's order. It's ever-changing, but always me. And right now, it's only $3.49. So I can pair a tasty double cheeseburger, a delicious six-piece chicken McNuggets, or golden crispy small fries for just $3.49. My order might change depending on my mood, but that feel-good taste of Mickey D's is always the same. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer combo meal. Single item at regular price.
1: I, I would think you would hand out the birth control I pill. Don't,
2: I don't think anybody else would be on board with that. Again, just because... I don't
1: know, and you're right. And do I don't think it will even appeal. be heard.
2: No, I don't think so either. I, I mean, take a look at the one thing that I wanted repealed, and a lot of people don't agree with it. The, uh, I want to say, 1961 um, flag desecration uh, you can burn the American flag, and I don't believe in burning the American flag. And it, in ninth, uh, excuse me, no, it was eighty. It was eighty-nine. I'm sorry. I'm thinking in my in my head here. Um, in 2006, um, was it? Uh, ha- I want to say hatchet out of Utah. He came up with a um, – to be able to repeal that, and it didn't even – it didn't even see – it missed being uh, even sent down by, like, one or two votes. So it's one of those things where, yeah, I mean, you can want something all day long, but I don't see other people – I mean, we live in such a – I can't believe that the, 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 in the world we're living in today – that the, the Roe versus Wade was actually overturned.
1: Um, but, well, it was overturned because Mitch McConnell hijack, hijacked the Supreme Court. And we um, we could have that talk if you want, because what Mitch McConnell did was dirty and wrong. How
2: did he hijack the Supreme Court?
1: Um. So, in Obama's last two years of president, and I don't mean like the last two or three months, but Two full years, uh, uh, a Supreme Court justice died. Okay, uh, I don't remember the name. I apologize if I don't remember the name. And Obama was the president. He had two years left in office. And he put forth Merrick Garland to be nominated to the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Mitch McConnell, uh, Republicans were in control of the Congress. Mitch McConnell was running the Senate, as he does he did for a long time. And he refused to hold the nomination mm-hmm. hearings or Merrick Garland. So he held mm-hmm. a position open in the Supreme court for two years. There was a vacancy because he said the people should get to vote on the next president before they decide. Right.
2: If, it, if it's, if, if it's within the law and, and we know the world we live in today, I mean, if a man can be on the top of your roof and fall through and, and the reason he's on your roof is he's a burglar and he's trying to break into your house. And then at that time, the burglar could turn into a murderer because how many good burglars do you know that won't do what it takes to, to shut up whoever's trying to obstruct what they're trying to do? So you know, as far as the laws go, sometimes the laws work out for you. Sometimes they don't.
1: Okay, uh, and, and as well. this is where I consider hijacking because there's a second part to this. And I'm going to get to that real quick, and then you can dispute it however you want. Um, but he said, since it was so close to the election, which was two years, that they couldn't put one through. Right? hmm In Trump's last two months, they forced one through in record time because they were getting ready to lose power.
2: hmm That's... Okay. So, but was it within the law?
1: Within the law? Maybe, but when you say it's a rule to do things one way, and then when it's, it's, it's on the other foot, you're like, oh, well, that's not what, really what the rule is.
2: Well, but let's be honest, Ninja. That's politics. I mean, it, me and you could go back and forth with Nancy Pelosi and all the crap. Oh, that, I ain't a fan people. of her either. Harry I... Reid, all the garbage that they've done, and... I mean, it's it's just the same on both sides.
1: And honestly, I'm not so much mad about them forcing Amy Barrett through because Trump was president and the position came open. I'm more that they left a vacancy for two years because they didn't like his choices. Mitch McConnell actually got on late night television after Obama was out of office and bragged that they held open something like 300 openings for judges that needed to be appointed to federal courts and backlogged all the courts. Just so Obama couldn't pick the judges.
2: What late night show was he on? Because uh, I,
1: I, don't I I saw the clip. I do not remember which one on. I mean. It had
2: to have been Fox News because it damn sure. It if it was CNN, they would have. They wouldn't have allowed him to basically go on about that, and it wouldn't have been the Tonight Show. It wouldn't have been. Um, I, I, Jimmy I could. Kimmel, I, could look up, I
1: could I could look up the clip too. It probably was a Fox News show, but he was literally bragging that he basically held all these positions open, backlogging the federal courts just so that they could make sure a Republican president and they asked him, like, "Well, what would you do if, you know, Trump or Trump hadn't won? Like, I would have kept them open. I wouldn't have filled them. Yeah. Like, I just Mitch McConnell's a horrible example of a leader. Uh, I agree. I mean,
2: yeah, I agree. But let's do this. Let's let's get back on. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Focus. I got sidetracked. No, you're good. Hey, man, I'm the king of sidetrack. Let's focus on this, this subject right now of why or what, and you, you heard my answer. I said that, okay, if you're going to do this, now you need to do an extension of this as far as the father and the mother are in this together. It's just not the mother.
1: Well. And here's what's going to happen with that. Well, this is what I believe because this is one of the big things that's actually been being thrown out there, and it's been true for a while. Uh, it seems like in the political system right now that there's been this big push for pro pro life, right? Mm-hmm. But anytime there's any program that's going to help the child after it's born, going to help with the parents, going to help make it responsible, help with pre-K, help with food, help with formula, help with anything. The Republican Party as a whole votes it, votes it down. hmm So the big argument is now, what are they going to do now? Are they finally going to let all these programs pass or even have a vote on them? Um, and what you're talking about, making the, the male responsible or making the choices decision would be a part of all, the, all those things that would need to go through. And I honestly don't think the Republican party as it is right now in Congress, the ones in the Senate, because I don't feel like at this point, the people in the Senate reflect, and I, I'm saying this for both sides, because I don't know anybody who agrees with AOC either. Uh, reflect the American people anymore. I don't know anybody in Kentucky. I don't know a single person in Kentucky, right, which is what Mitch McConnell is supposed to represent, who likes or wants Mitch McConnell to be president. They literally just vote for him because he's a Republican and they don't want a Democrat in office.
2: No, it's just one of those things where it's politics and, and who knows the truth behind how Mitch McConnell got into office and where it all began, and the money that was behind him, and blah blah blah. Cool. And cool. blah,
1: blah. Well, actually, as somebody from Kentucky. I could tell you how he got into office. Um, Kentucky is a very Republican state. As long as he wins the primary, he will always win. They will never be—I don't want to say never—but the odds of there ever being a Democratic senator from Kentucky are zero 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 point half of a percent.
2: But Kentucky is divided basically south of Lexington and east of Lexington and west of Lexington. And then you go straight north of Lexington is, mo- is mostly uh, a large percentage or are, are more into northern type of Midwestern thinking and are more
1: Democratic. Actually, there, there's um, you look at the election mass for Kentucky. There's two Democratic strongholds. And the rest of the state is Republican.
2: Louisville and
1: Lexington. Louisville and Lexington. Um, And so, majority wins, which is how it's supposed to be. So, there will never be anything choice but a Republican out of Kentucky. So, and that's how Mitch McConnell has stayed in power. But at this point, Mitch McConnell, I I don't think, I don't want to say none of them, but I'm saying on both sides Republican, Democratic. It's like, because the Democratic Party right now is way far left past what most Democrats consider. Good and the Republican Party, thank you. And the Republican Party in, in in Congress right now, a lot of them are way far right than what most people will consider good.
2: Like, well, let's do this. I mean, yeah, you may, I, I see where you're going with this, but let's. Um, if people are tuning in right now, let's kind of focus more on. Let's let's kind of put a, a bow on this abortion thing. Where do you see abortion now? Where do you see it headed to? Um, as far as I believe that, and I said this on my podcast, Oregon, California, and Washington, and then New York, Connecticut, and I don't know, maybe in probably Vermont will probably be the hotbeds for uh, for having abortions and going head to head. With the because I mean, take a look at marijuana. Marijuana is illegal federally, but states states' rights in the state I lived in in Nevada, uh, then in California, uh, places like that, they it's illegal federally, but the state allows it as and it's a slap on the wrist and or no you know no issue at all. Well, I
1: actually saw a great map, and I was trying to find why while you were talking, because so like we, I figured this would come up. Uh, there are 13 states right now that the minute the Roe v.ersus Wade became uh, overturned, they had laws on the books that automatically went to a place. So there's 13 states already now that our abortions are completely illegal under all conditions. Kentucky, Tennessee, Texas, all the ones you would think of, 13 of them. And then there is 13 more states that are controlled by Senate Uh, Republican senators and governors who've already said they will. So it's going to be almost an even split. 26 states where it's going to be illegal and 24 states will it will remain legal.
2: Tennessee, the state I live in and where you're from, will not uh, will not be one of those states where it's legal. I can guarantee. Oh, no, it's already
1: illegal. They literally already had laws in the books that the second Roe versus he got overturned, it became illegal. It's already happened. They they don't even have to do anything. It's already in place.
2: So, give me. So you kind of gave me. You know, obviously we're not we're not meeting in the middle on this one by any means.
1: Well, actually, I, uh, you, but you I say think, that I feel like we did a
2: little bit because even. I, I did, but I was about to say. I was about to say though is that I, I think we did a little bit. I think that. I think that I. I. You know there were there were some. There were some statements there, and the conversation kind of met a little bit in the middle. But overall, we're not we're not meeting in the middle.
1: Yeah. One day we will. We'll find something.
2: Oh no! No, I mean the other day when we talked about guns, I had a lot of the same feelings that you did about guns. Uh, the whole point of this is is hopefully shows people because you disagree. I did. He, here's my thing. I will have a conversation till the cows come home with anybody, but the people that I just a minute ago I was waving the American flag over the overpass, to the people that are on the far left that have no interest in whatsoever, and they want blah 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 and da da da, and they hate everybody and this and that. I have no interest in, in sharing a country with you. You can do whatever you want to do, but we are definitely not seeing eye to eye. But I do support your freedom of speech. And that is one thing that is so important that people, if people, the older I get, the less I care what people really think about me. But the more I want people that see the podcast, this podcast, and then my podcast is that or me in person doing public speaking or stand-up comedy or what have you, is that I support freedom of speech 1,000, infinite percent. And that's what we need more of. We need people. If I disagree with you, I support your freedom of speech more than mine almost.
1: I like your podcast. I listen to your podcast, Um, except for some of the sports ones because – I don't care about Tennessee balls, but that's fun.
2: That's <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> uh, but uh, have you ever watched the movie The American President with Michael Douglas?
2: I, yeah, I, I didn't. It didn't really do anything for me.
1: I like the whole movie, uh, but there's a, a speech at the end of the movie that I think would there's some excerpts from that speech would be really good for your podcast, and I feel like that speech. Although I know you won't agree with part of it because he talks about burning flags. But he he talks about freedom of speech. And his line for that is one of my favorite lines about freedom of speech ever. Freedom of speech is, and I'm doing my best to quote it perfectly, but I'm not going to. Freedom of speech is just not the right to stand up and talk about what you want. You have to be willing to stand next to somebody and listen to what they have to say, even if it was something you would spend the rest of your life speaking out against. And you have to let them have that time. And that yeah. is freedom of speech. It isn't everybody telling you what you want to hear. It's even giving them the time to say what, even if you hate it.
2: Absolutely. And, and that's where we did meet somewhere in the middle. And I agreed with you is that if if we're going to continue restrictive laws on everything, there needs to be common sense abortion laws. And that's why me and you do agree on that. If someone is raped, then they they deserve to have a basically a card in their file on their, their social security number that gives them one abortion. I mean, I know it sounds I am a comedian, so you know satirical there, but it's true. One, you get one abortion. You get you get to take care of that that situation because that is beyond traumatizing right so and then if someone is sick or or dying then they definitely and or if they're dying because of the baby that's inside of them the fetus that is not turned into a baby then they they need to have that removed as well and i stand for that
1: and and it, it's just, this is what's going to end up happening, unfortunately, a lot of these kids are going to get taken away from their parents. That's what's going to happen, because they don't have the money to take care of the kid, and they're going to be taken away because they're going to say child neglect. But if you don't have money, you don't have money. If there's not a program to help you, there's not a program to help you. And these kids
2: are going to there in the- is there are programs that, but it's a thing called you know, get out there and instead of taking every you know the the situation I was in recently. Uh, where I lost everything, and I didn't have a lot to really to begin with, that much. But I had, I had cash in my van. I had all the things I owned. I was going to stay in my van, perform stand up, and and move on, and really get my comedy going. And I lost, I lost everything. But instead of looking at every day like yesterday, I was on asphalt. It was a, probably 120 degrees out there. Up uh, towards your way um, on the Kentucky-Tennessee line, and I'm—I mean, instead of looking at every day and like putting years ahead and going, "Oh, I'm going to be doing this," get yourself in a job, work, do what you have to do. If you don't want to stay there, save up your money and move up to a new job. Don't look at it as. This big giant black hole. Look at it as an opportunity. Look at that you're you're building your your inside inside of you through from when you're born to when you die, you're constantly building an internal you. You're building a, a, a frame of where you build who you are and and the and the passion that you have for life and the and the internal strength that you have when your van breaks down when your van burns to the ground do you put your hands up in the air and just throw yourself over a bridge or do you say okay well let me see what opportunities i have let's see what's out there and i'm going to i'm going to make myself better i will i will survive
1: and, and I agree am. with you, and I wish everybody had that same mentality you do. I, I really do. I wish, but we both know that's not going to happen. So well, we got to take care uh-huh. of the kids that are the products of the people who can't do that—not that they don't want to, because they might want to—they can't. We got to take care of those kids. So if we're going to do do this, then we need to increase the funding for the abortion or not abortion? I said abortion, adoption programs. Uh-huh and foster care programs. That way yeah. when the kids inevitably some kids are gonna get left behind. It it happens now. Uh, that way those systems are better. Because I'll say it, I adopted my child. Do you know what it costs for a willing adoption? Uh no. We paid almost four thousand dollars. To give this wow. take this kid who was abandoned that nobody wanted. And give him a life. We had to pay four thousand dollars. Wow, that, and nobody to help, no programs to help, nothing, which we weren't looking for help. you know we we loved the kid. We took the kid. that's that's my son. Anybody says any different. they're gonna understand my second amendment rights. Um, that's my boy. But that makes the the system as it is right now, the foster care system and the adoption system. Um, which are going to be affected by this change Whether we like it or not Because you're right, people should look to the next day And try to improve and always get better But sometimes people get so broken They just can't, and it happens And it's not right And hopefully when they can get together And do what you're saying But realistically, we both know not everybody's going to do that So we got to Well, yeah,
2: but you can't Well, I just said we need to focus on the kids
1: We need right, to improve but those But you programs. can't
2: set up our laws for the minority We can't start changing everything as a civilized society to and that's another podcast for people that believe that they were born in the wrong bodies that people identify as I mean straight up as pussy cats and dogs and helicopters. We we have to we have to set up our laws in the way that we we, we look the way we have society in in a civil manner and it can't be alternative lifestyles cannot dictate how we live
1: Well, and to me that's a different subject this is literally about improving the system we already have that we already use to take care of children because uh, i've worked in the foster care system and i've adopted a child and i know how underfunded understaffed and overworked mm-hmm. these people are and if we're going to create a, create a system or create an environment where there could be more strain on that system we have to reinforce that system and that isn't about helping the parents it's about helping the kids had no choice.
2: Okay.
1: Okay. Like if if your parents wants to be an alternative lifestyle and you get abandoned because of it and you get stuck in foster care and from people who are trying to help you in the foster care system, then that system needs to be propped up more. Because to me, what you're talking about isn't is isn't part of that. It's it's separate. We're talking about you you're you're pro-life because you're for helping the kids i'm talking about when a kid gets abandoned and is in that situation that we need to make sure we're doing enough in those foster care the social worker systems where they're taken from the family not not the ones with the family where they're taken from the family to help prop up those systems because Mm -hmm. they're severely underfunded understaffed and it's going to get worse with what's with the change in these laws because there's going to be more unwanted children, and I don't know how you could a child. They're the most wonderful things on the planet, but it, it is what it is. Uh, so we need to prop up those systems to help the children, because those systems are specifically about helping the children. If you you disagree with the, the, the there being more programs to help the parents, and that's a different podcast, but we need to do stuff for when they get taken away, or make adoption easier. <laughs> Do you know why people go to foreign countries to adopt so often? It's cheaper and the court systems are easier there. It took me almost two years to do a willing adoption. They have to improve those systems. That way these kids are taken care of because that's what it's all about. is taking care of the kids. And I would hop off my soapbox on that one.
2: All right. So let's. I think we what we've done is I think there was some middle of the road conversation, but overall, uh, yeah, we didn't come to an agreement on this one. Very very good conversation and podcast. Again, I think what what's good about this podcast is we we do use facts because facts do matter. Oh, yeah. But what we we try to go from a perspective of somebody that is just the regular person not using too many huge words and all this stuff and trying to speak to people on a, on a regular, normal front, you know?
1: Or in my case, not be able to say the word ever correctly. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, you're good. <laughs> uh, what was um, it? You last time with the Magna Carta and then me this time with president. Yes. President. I can't say it. I
2: can't. I can't say it. No, well, last time. Yeah. I kept saying, uh, yeah, I kept saying Carpe Diem as Magna Carta. And then I'm lucky I didn't. Uh, and when you people hear Magna Carta, they're thinking of uh, the three ships from Columbus. Wow. So the Mena, the Pinta, the Santa Maria. But um, let's, uh, yeah, let's end on that note. Freedom of speech is the greatest thing. And. This is an amazing country. It allows people like you and I to be able to have our own opinions, and we cannot change that. So we have to stay on that. And you had some great points. Oh, I'm you, Moonshine. You're great, man.
1: You, some of the stuff you said made me
2: think. Well, I really appreciate it. And then some of the stuff that you said made me think. So that's that's what we do. And uh, I'm Moonshine. And I'm Ninja. And we appreciate you for listening. This is the Ninja and Moonshine podcast. Middle of the road. Until someone sues us and we have to change it. (laughs) Everybody have a good week. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. And go USA.
1: That's right. I hope everybody enjoyed the show. And I hope you enjoy all the shows on the Ninja Podcast Network. Please check out our other shows ask the angry ninja show angry ninja presents not a kid's game our dnd podcast chris allen's audio stories where i read some short stories to you that i wrote uh ninja and moonshine middle of the road podcast guy from the left guy from the right coming together and trying to meet in the middle doesn't always work out like that the ninja news and politics show Outrageous Stories with the Angry Ninja and the Occasional Special Guest, and Sports talk with Ninja and JMO. Those are the shows. If you want to reach out and contact me or anybody on any of the shows, you can reach me, and I'll pass on the message at cman2342 on Twitter or an email, asktheangryninja at gmail.com, or just get on Facebook and search for the Ask the Angry Ninja Show, and we'll reach out and talk to you. We love questions. We'll answer your questions, any topics you want to cover, or hey, if you want to mail me a prize. I like prizes. Hope you guys enjoyed the show, and have a wonderful night.